without being noticed. If he just stood there, he'd likely be killed. The man shifted his weight and started to turn. Eddie made his move. He charged head down like he'd done in high school as a second-string football player. He hit the assailant from the side, driving his head into the man's shoulder. He knocked him against a tall boy dresser, and the guy fell to the thick white carpet. Eddie kept charging. Behind him, Darla screamed louder. Eddie landed on the man's chest, pinning him to the floor in a straddle. He pulled back to strike a blow as the man's handsome face crumpled in shock. Eddie brought the trowel down with all the strength his wiry body could muster and plunged it into the attacker's eye. The man let out a fierce scream. The cry was cut off by an odd gurgling sound. Behind him, Darley yelled, No! The man's head rolled to the side as blood poured from his eye. Oh my God, what have you done? Darla pounded Eddie's shoulders with her fists and sobbed furiously. Is he dead? Oh my God. Confused, Eddie struggled to his feet. He could have killed you. Darla grabbed a t-shirt from a chair by the bed and kneeled down next to the man. She pressed the shirt to his eye. You have to take him to the hospital. Eddie didn't understand. He's my lover, you idiot. For the first time, Eddie noticed Darla's blouse was see-through, and her skirt just covered her ass. Oh, sweet Jesus. He had a gun in your face. Eddie's head pounded with confusion. It's part of the game. I like guns. Darla's makeup was smeared around her eyes, but her voice was now under control. Stop talking and help me get him into your van. He needs to get to the ER. Eddie thought it might be too late for that. Call an ambulance. He stepped toward the window where he'd come in. I'm sorry. I meant to help you, but I can't be involved. Panic flashed through Darla's eyes. I can't call 911 or the police. My husband will kill me if he finds out I've been cheating on him. You have to help me. She kept pressure on the man's wound while she pleaded. I'll pay you. Just get him to the hospital. Eddie calculated how much she thought the favor was worth. Five hundred? A thousand? He knew a different kind of man who had lived a different kind of life would simply call the police, despite her pleas and bribes. But Eddie had learned from an early age that to survive, you had to figure all the angles and play the one that worked to your advantage. I want a thousand dollars cash. Darla hesitated. I can't access that much. Eddie gave her a look. You'll find a way. He tried to visualize how he would get the big, limp man from here to his van. Have you got some medical tape or something to tie that t-shirt down with? You don't want blood all over your white carpet. Darla scurried into the hallway. Eddie slipped his hand into the man's back pocket, eased out his wallet, and deftly removed a small wad of bills. He slid the wallet back without looking at the guy's ID. It was best not to know. He shoved the cash into his jeans, then noticed the man's gun had fallen to the floor. Eddie swore long and loud. What should he do with the damn thing? Darla would not want the weapon left in her house, and Eddie couldn't bear to have it in his possession. Not even long enough to sell it for cash. His heart pounded just looking at it. Carefully, touching only the butt of the handle, he picked up the small black gun and slipped it into the wounded man's jacket pocket. It was his piece. He should have to do the explaining. Eddie pondered his next move. 
Could he haul this guy all the way to the van? He didn't expect spoiled skinny Darla to be much help. Across the shoulders in a fireman's carry, he decided. Darla rushed into the room, tearing open a package. She handed him a wide elastic bandage, the kind people usually wrapped around their knee. As she swaddled the man's head, he let out a moan. Eddie heaved a sigh of relief. He'd never killed anyone, and he didn't want that on his conscience. He had enough to feel bad about. Getting the limp weight on his shoulders was awkward, but the adrenaline pounding in his veins gave Eddie the strength he needed. Take him out through the garage, Darla instructed. I don't want my neighbors to see this. Then get the garage door open for me and the rear doors on my van, too, Eddie barked back. He was doing her a favor. She could be a little nicer about it. Still, her plan made sense. If he moved straight from the garage to the back of his van, it was unlikely.